podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's episode 11 of the Copite podcast. In 1938, the Von Trapp family left Salzburg to avoid the Germans. In 2019, the Von Klopp family have left Salzburg with three points and avoided the Europa League. Jesus Christ. Second, Mick. Second time lucky. What did you think of that? <laughs> Weird game. Uh, first half, it was. They, they're a very good team, you can see. This, they've got so many good yeah, players. Absolutely. So many good players. That Minamoto and Huang, even the Haaland. So many decent little players in there, and he he tested us quite a few times. Uh, Allison had to make two de- decent saves in the first half. Saves you expect him to make, but saves we've come to expect him to make because mm. he's so good. Uh, kept us in the game. He always knew it was going to be a matter of time till we scored. Like the chances we had in the first half with Salah and Cater had another one. I think Salah had two. Mane had a couple. A lot count. I think we had eight shots in the first half. They had six. So you could that was the. How the game was meant to go on into the second half, and thankfully we we got the uh, we got what we goal. needed in the end. That's the that's the trouble, isn't it? I mean, we've got we've been in these situations before where we've needed to win on the on the last you know the last match day six, yeah. Um, and it always gives us a bit of squeaky bum time, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of people have been t- being confident all day, but in the back of their mind, their asses have been twitching all day. Yeah, so definitely, you know, Salzburg are, are where they are for a reason. They're, they're a great side. Um, you know these. They deserve to be in the Champions League. They play really, really well. They played really, really well at Anfield. This was the obviously their biggest game of the group. Um, uh, you know, the away day to Anfield was great anyway, but to have the European champions at home is one thing. And they played yeah. really, really well, like you said. Um, they should have scored. Should have scored a couple of. You know, the, the game should have been more goals than what what it reflected in the end. Um, but I think you know, just 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 to get through it was was the main thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's mean when, like you said, the the goals that should have went in there, that should have been like the, I think the Anfield game was four three, wasn't it? Yeah, it so was. Yeah. Should have been something similar, to be honest. And then at the end there, when we're eightieth, eighty fifth minute, and we're getting chances, and Mane and Salah just passing through there, it's like fucking just put it in the back I of the know, net. It's unreal, isn't Fuck it? See. It is. It's one of the things that minute where <clears throat> you look at the game and it was two 0 and you think, right, well, it could have been five or six, but if the chances that we've been put away, and I think, you know people will start moaning and saying oh they're off form and they're not finishing and stuff like that I don't care we're creating chances and eventually they go in just like yeah. they did tonight I mean when we look at the goals anyway when we go straight to it the the first goal um, it was coming you could tell we'd had chance after chance after chance um, Manny's brilliant on that left hand side I don't know what the keeper was doing coming out that far on that angle didn't need to like we were saying we were watching it like yeah. if, he, if he stays in the, on his line yeah, exactly. He's he done well. He's done well all game, to be honest. He did. Tim Creel's ugly brother. <laughs> um, but you know, he, he plays a nice little ball into into Cater, and uh, you know, smaller smallest man on the pitch bangs it in. Good header. Uh, yeah. Great header, and he puts it in the, the hardest place possible. So I'll take that all all yeah. game. You know, so we needed it. That was just we needed just to get that first goal because I was the more the game went on, they were the, probably growing more confidence, mm. knowing that we weren't on fire and form. Well, that's and the thing because Salah has a chance minutes earlier, and then when he fluffs his lines there, Highland goes down the other end and fluffs his exactly. lines, and he should have scored. And yeah. you know, it's similar to what happened in the derby last last week when we fluffed a chance, and then they 
fluffed a chance immediately. It could have gone either way. Yeah. So Kater scores um, two starts in a row and two goals. Boss. Fantastic. Boss. We'll take that all day, won't we? Um, I'm not going to jump on the Kater's the best midfield in the world bandwagon at the minute <laughs> because I still think he's finding his feet. You know, I, I like to see a, a, a player progressing. He's been through a tough time since he's started his career and people need to not jump on the pressure bandwagon as well yeah. where they're going to start saying oh Keita needs to start this is what he does and he's finding his feet he was always going to be up for this game though wasn't he against yeah. his old club he was always going to be up for it um, So, but you know it's progression at the end of the day and, and right now we need a player like that who's going to come in for Fabinho and put in, put in a man of, ma- man of the match performance yeah. um, you can see how much quality he's got it's just a case of these niggling injuries he keeps getting where he, yeah. he gets to a point where we're like right this is the Naby Keita we bought and expected so much of then he gets these niggling injuries and it just sets him back again. Yeah. So we just need to. I know there's patience has been wearing thin with him from a lot of fans because obviously we, this that keeps happening that vicious cycle where yeah. he keeps getting to a good level and dropping off again because the injuries and then he has to find his form again. And then when once he's built himself up to that form, he doesn't look looks a bit tired and a bit jaded, and you can tell that little half yard of paces isn't quite there up until obviously when he's fully fit you can mm. see it in there when he's carrying the ball forward he's really good at that yeah so we just need to I don't know if it's something that maybe Klopp needs to manage his game time I don't know because if he especially over this period he could he, could, he can do that because we need we need to interchange the players anyway as much as we can so yeah. Millie can come in there and do a job Keita can sit on the sidelines come in for games so if the, maybe if we got doing that going forward it might be the way to get the best out on Naby Keita. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then, obviously, minutes later, Salah scores a goal. I'd, I mean, I don't know how he does that. How the fuck does Absolutely. he do that? Absolutely. It's ridiculous. Like we said, I think he had. He must have had like six or seven shots. Yeah. All of which you, you expected scoring. a player of the calibre of Mo Salah to slot. Yeah. And then he goes and scores that <laughs> one where he took it around the goalie <laughs> with his right foot. It, he's put... Out, outwards curl on out of the fuck the fuck's it gone in god knows it, it was harder to it was harder to miss that you know sorry it was easier to miss you know yeah, um, I don't think I could have done that with my right foot with <laughs> nobody in the way so and the goal twice as big that's just sign of a, of a world class play you know g- give me enough chances and I will put one away but I'll put away the uh, the hardest frigging one but you know yeah. we'll take it and it'd be nice to look back on um, <clears throat> over time so you know uh, Liverpool have have done it we've done it on match day six again and now we can sort of park that one now for a couple of months and just yeah. focus on other things now um, and that's two clean sheets in a row yeah well. two clean sheets in a row and that's that's so important now isn't it for the for the confidence yeah definitely um i mean you know we've, we've been to we had two tough away trips in the space of a few days keeping a clean sheet um at bournemouth was was vital considering that you know when the last time we did keep a clean sheet in the league, and then for us to keep a clean sheet tonight is is vital, especially with um, the change of Lovren for Gomez as well. You know midway through that second half, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Dejan Lovren. I really don't. Um, hopefully it's um, it, it's a niggly injury. Hopefully he'll be out for a couple of days. But like I said, Joe Gomez just needs that confidence boost, doesn't he? Just yeah. needs a like I said to you before, just needs a, a ball played over the top, and he just needs to swipe out a a striker and clean him out yeah. and have an amazing tackle because, you know, the poor lad's been, you know, under the cosh the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? And I, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think it's anything to do with his ability. I think Klopp m- might have played a blind way and kept him out of the spotlight given what happened with England. What do you reckon? Um, <clears throat> I, I love Joe Gomez. I think he's he's the future of this club, definitely. Centre-back. He's, he's got so much quality. Of course, when he's not playing in the team, 
it's gonna it's it's it, it seems to have affected him more than I expected it to, confidence wise. Anyway, I thought, especially when Matip got injured, I thought, right, well, this is Gomez's chance here. Put yeah. Straight in slot into the team, the Van Dijk and Gomez partnership that would flourish last season. That'll just come back. I just expected it to come mm. back so instantly, and when it never, I was like, oh shit, what's going on here? And then obviously he loses his place to Lovren in the end. Lovren comes in out the cold, basically. Yeah. Lovren, no, no one expected that. He was nearly. I think he nearly went to Roma, didn't he? Or he did, yeah. Yeah. A couple of clubs were interested in him, so we all thought Lovren was a goner. Uh, but Joe Gomez's quality just needs a bit of game time. Like when he came on there, I think Salzburg, he was solid. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you expect of them. Expect of him in these type of games, especially when they've got a bit of pace on the counter attack. He's ideal. That's why he's really good, at, isn't it? And you he, know, his, his pace is is so vile at yeah. back against these types of sides. Um, but yeah, you are right, mate. Gomez is hopefully Touchwood. He'll be there for the next couple of games now. I, especially we've got Watford on Saturday. That's yeah. ideal. They're bottom of the league. Mm. It's ideal to start him against alongside Van Dijk. Get him a bit a bit of confidence. Hopefully, get another clean sheet. Yeah, and then just yeah, move on to Doha. Yeah, um, yeah. So fingers crossed, Lovren's Lovren's going to be all right because, and like I said, Klopp and he's said to you earlier, didn't I? That Klopp in his, in his press conference said I had a question about centre backs and whether we need to go and buy someone in January. I agree with Klopp. We don't really need to. Um, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? You don't just buy for the sake of buying. I think we've got enough cover until well, Klopp, enough. Klopp never does that, so no. it's ridiculous to even ask him because he, yeah, exactly. he, he'd never buy just for the sake of it, like. I think he's when we've been linked with people in the past. He'd be like, "Why would I buy someone when I can trust someone who I've got in the squad already in in that position?" Like I think he mentioned Fabinho, didn't he? And obviously Fabinho was yeah. not back until after Christmas. But once all these, once Matic, Matic's back and Lovren's back, fully fit, if he's injured after mm. that after the Salzburg game, and Fabinho's back, then we've, we've got loads more players to play in that position. Yeah, absolutely. It's just we're going through a bit of a tough period at the minute. But it was always going to happen, wasn't it? The amount of games they all played last year, yeah. you know, and then a few of them going off to tournaments, and then you know coming back again for a tough pre-season, loads of games. You know, the the sign of a good side that plays in in many many games because you're successful, and we've got all these competitions coming up. Yeah. It's going to test the squad. And let's face it, it's not like the Fabino injury was because he he ran so much. It was just a tackle, wasn't it? it? You know, so yeah. it's not people don't have to question the legs or anything like that. Maybe the Lovren one was a little bit because he's always had. Few niggly injuries. He has a good couple of weeks, then he's out for a couple of weeks, isn't he? He's like yeah. a, a really bad retail employee. You know, he, <laughs> he likes to come in for a bit, and then he's like, Do "You know what? I can't be asked anymore. I'm going out again." You letting your personal life get on the podcast, here, Jay? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> my, my retail days were done ten years ago, lad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but yeah, sounds. We touched on Bournemouth. We did. That was a nice little three-nil victory. Away from home, yeah. Thank Christ for that. On paper, it was a. I was a lot more worried than I should have been. I, yeah, I was. I think start of the game, it was we we done quite well. Got a few good chances. I think the moment that changed it was when Ache went off injured, and they had to bring on that youngster. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I feel like yeah, he holds their defense together. I think once he went off, good player. Uh, we just started to turn the screw a little bit. That ball by Henderson for Oxley Chamberlain. It's what he can do. It's Absolute what he can do. Ridiculous. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like me because I like will sing Hendo's praises all the time. Um, obviously, I'm not blind. If he has a bad game, of course, I'm going to say he's got a bad game. But there's so many people out there that don't understand what he does for this team. Um, the dirty work. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know the the Mascherano job. Sometimes, you know, Fabinho's gone uh, gone out of the side for a bit, and 
you know, Hendo's gone back into that role pre-Fabino, you know, at the beginning of last season yeah. when Fabino wasn't starting those games and before Hendo knocked on Klopp's door and said, listen, I can play further forward now, but yeah. he's that good he can play. He can play across that midfield and yeah. do a job and you are right, that just amazing ball he played for the Ox, brilliant. But it was clever of Klopp because if you watch Bournemouth the week before against Spurs, Spurs were doing a very, very similar thing to Bournemouth was playing the ball over the top yeah. and they got caught out a couple of times um, so obviously they've seen that and gone yeah we can do that because it worked really really well against the shite um, on the yeah. Wednesday didn't it so um, you know playing those balls against Everton's really really worked for us so he's played a blinder there Endo he really has and it's great for Ox to score great for him great for um, it was, and it was a difficult chance to be honest coming, over, difficult coming over his shoulder yeah Origi-esque yeah um, first goal since January 2018 against City. Yeah, you know it's been a long time, a very very long time. And then yeah, so just before half time as well, we got Kater got a goal, and it was all made by the genius of Mo Salah. Yeah, a nice little flick Kater, that was. Kater played them in and then so yeah. he just attracts the defenders, doesn't he? They all just that's run, it and just flock to him. That's it, and he's he's so strong, isn't he? Holding the ball up and all, yeah. holding people back, and you know it's one of the things that I loved Peter Crouch for. You know, he was really good yeah. at holding the ball up. I know they're two different sides, obviously, but <laughs> I love that type in a player where, it, where it's not commonly known. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I think it's under underrated by Salah. And it's undersold by him by a lot of people, but he's he's so good at that. And like I said, the flick for Cater and you know, nice little cheeky finish and finish. you know, fair play to him. He's, he's he's come back with a goal, which is which is great. Yeah, and that was just before half time as well. So that was settled it down, didn't it? Set, yeah, especially if you're going in one nil away from home. Bournemouth it's always a tricky place to go that second goal just kind of didn't kill the game as much but we everyone felt a lot more confident going into the second half yeah uh, and then I think it was 54 minutes Keita returned the favour for Salah intercepted I think it was one that the fella came on for um, Ake play the ball Keita intercepted the little little through ball and, oh, yeah. and Salah just it seems like it seems like time slows down for him in them moments, but he just can't. He, he just knows exactly how to score. It was kind. Of, it reminded me of the um, one he scored against Roma, uh, not last year, the year before, on the way to the Champions League final. Allison came out and he just kind of dinked it on the side of him. Well, for me, it reminded me of the Shakiri goal against Everton. Sort of like yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. he's running behind the ball's been played through, and then. He's put he's put the ball at a different angle to where the keeper's going, yeah. and it just it seems like that's just something I'm really really working on at the minute in train, and it's great to see because it's we do see those goals, but when they come off like that quite on a regular basis, it's yeah. it's it's really really good, especially from different players. You know, people who'd watched the Everton game, and if it was Manny who had that, they'd expect that ball anyway because he was playing them to Shakiri and Origi. But um, for Cater to come in and do it, and then Salah to, with a cheeky little finish is yeah, brilliant. So three three different. Very, very good goals for Liverpool and in a really, really nice nice little game to get us three points. Yeah. Considering how the uh, the Manchester derby went later on, it was a massive result. I didn't expect it at all. I was I was praying for a draw, but the fact that they went United went there and done that well. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. They, they were they were absolutely fantastic, weren't they? Yeah, fair, fair, to them. fair play to them. You know, it's a, a tough place to go, the Etihad for for almost every team in the league and City knew what type of press they were under given what our scoreline was so yeah thank you very much Manchester United delete that from the pod now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was uh, so yeah, that's put, that put us 14 points clear 
Man City, obviously, but Leicester still eight points clear to Leicester. And but, that's the thing we need. We need to. I don't know how long we're going to keep saying that because I do it all the time. I say we're clear of City, we're clear of City, and Leicester are probably going. Hey lads, what about us? We're, you know, we're expecting Leicester to drop off at some point, you know, but they're not. They're relentless, and yeah. that Boxing Day game now is just absolutely huge, isn't it? So, yeah, we can't forget about Leicester, um, but it does give us that sight of clear sight of City where they will probably put more focus on Europe now. Yeah, which they'll fuck up because they always do. <laughs> well, when I was looking at the fixtures. City, Man City played Leicester on the 21st yeah I think that's at the Etihad so that's crucial and then obviously it's five days later on Boxing Day we play Leicester mm. so in the space of five days there you hopefully <laughs> it goes our way it could, <laughs> yeah touch wood but we could be very much ten points clear if if things go well yeah which be... after was what how many games have we played then seven seventeen so not not halfway through the season as such. Like, is that if you're talking a Leicester Leicester City draw or Leicester City draw? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be that'll put them on, that'll put Leicester onto 39, City on 33, and if we then go and beat Leicester, we go on to 49. Mm. So it'll be 10 points clear. Oh, I don't even want to. It's think all about if, but and maybe. Like, it is, yeah. Anyway, who've we got next? <laughs> we have got Watford on Saturday. Saturday early kickoff, isn't it? Early kickoff again. They're nice bo- one. <clears throat> they're bottom of the league, nine points out of 16 games and they've only won won one in the last five and I think that was their only win of the season So it's, on paper it seems like a gimme it does doesn't it but the Brighton game seemed like a gimme as well yeah. and that was a bit of a tough nut to crack wasn't it towards the end so um, I don't think we'll make that mistake again though um, especially the buzz of, we've had uh, hopefully we don't have a Champions League hangover which we tend to have but I think we'll be buzzing the fact that we're in the knockout stage now and we'll go into yeah. that Watford game knowing that get these three points box them off now and then we don't have a game in the league then till Boxing Day do we so no. as far as I remember yeah. Um, so yeah and I think I'm confident of that game but still you can't be 100% confident can you yeah. sometimes well because it's just arrogance yeah. <laughs> but, well that's like I said on paper it, 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 it's a gimme but Klopp won't be under no illusions telling them that in, it's, a, it's a crucial game like Watford's yeah. If there's ever banana skin, it's that. It's that one, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, he'll be telling them in no certain terms that they they can't be fucking up. No, it's true. I mean, again, Anfield is just a, it's fortress Anfield, isn't it? To quote the old days, it is back now. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I'm not worried about it. I'll, I'm gonna, you know, I'll I'll watch it. Another early start for us, but I'll enjoy it. I'll watch it. I'll sit there and, you know, be be very confident. But I think I don't know what it is. I'm uh, just worried that you know how long is this run gonna go on for. You know, it's, I know. It's. I think it's the pessimistic pessimism. Pe- pe- pessimism. Put my teeth in. Yeah. <laughs> the pessimism in us from the years gone by, it's where true, we've mate, where yeah. we've just we've expected stuff to go wrong. Mm. So I think even though it's going so well, we're always like, oh, when's it? When's it going to end? Though? When's, when are we going to have that shit? It does keep you grounded, though, man. It does. It, it does. does. Yeah. And then uh, you know, when good things happen, you you're allowed to enjoy them more than others. Yeah. You know, because you're not a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that yeah true. you're looking at a back same you probably look if if Lovren's not playing you're looking at Gomez Van Dyke, Robertson Trent Alisson Knight as a back as a back five would you have anything different there no definitely like I said before Gomez if Lovren's still I think he came off against Bournemouth with cramp I think it was, mm, it was and he yeah. came off again today mm. so I don't know what that was but for me, Gomez should start. Just obviously a home to off with their bottom of the league. Yeah. Regardless of Lovren going off, you'd have started Gomez anyway, yeah. wouldn't you? Just a uh, rotation. Ox was yeah. on the bench, so I imagine he'll start. 
I don't know Millie or started. Millie came on didn't he towards mm. the end of the Salzburg game could see I could see Hendo getting a rest yeah, ma- ma- yeah maybe Millie Millie and Jeannie and Ox yeah and then I don't know I'm not sure about Origi and Shaq because they've done so well against Everton they, they probably do deserve a, a crack but then I don't I, 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 you can't predict, predict Klopp at the moment no you really can't Derby especially they fucking threw everyone it did off the sense raised no eyebrows for everybody didn't yeah. it so and that's why we sit here and he sits on that bench, <laughs> he, he knows better than us but you know it's nice to just see the, the rotation I think that's what we're trying to get at here we're not sort of like saying oh this is who we should pick because at the end of the day our opinion doesn't really matter do you know what I mean well it's nice that we've got these options like Liverpool teams of, of the past where we've went on title runs we've never had the luxury really we've always pinned our hopes on maybe a 11 and then maybe a solid 2 on the bench yeah. that we can 13, rely on 14 is a direct example straight away yeah so mm. so it's it's nice to have these games where we're like oh well Ox got rested tonight against Salzburg so you fancied him to come in and do a job because Mane got rested against mm-hmm. Bournemouth surprisingly yeah. didn't even come on of course 90 minute rest then came on today and was yeah. firing like you expect Mane to be Full of, full of energy anyway but extra because he's had that rest and yeah. you can't imagine he'll be happy about it but Klopp will be like well it'll, you'll feel a benefit at the end of the season when getting all these rests in of course, they all, they all yeah. add up at the end of yeah. the day so keep our fingers crossed eh? um, but like I said it, the lineup will pick itself um, at the end of the day we don't have to uh, we don't have to worry about that do we we can just sit back and enjoy the Reds and hopefully uh, with a win score you going for Fancy another clean sheet, you know. I'm gonna go three nil. Yeah, three nil. I'll go four just to be different. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just bet. I'll just bet you fifty p. We'll, we'll have a look yeah, at we that. seem to always do the same prediction. They must think, oh yeah, these are valid little chat before they've came on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, nothing's rehearsed on the Cop Out <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? So um, off the cuff. But yeah, always. So yeah, so uh, I enjoyed that watching the Salzburg game, mate. We've done it. Um, Liverpool uh, got Champions League football. Liverpool. Um, up the reds we're in the knockout stages and uh, these are a few of my favourite things <laughs> get that in there oh wow right. Right, see you I'll, next time we'll see you next week see you in a bit because no one even cares Podcast Network.